Get Up With God with Dylan. I hope you're ready to start the day today, because I know I am. Let me get some of, things, some of these things adjusted here. And uh, wow, what a week it's been so far. Glad to see you this morning. You ready to get into the Bible this morning? Open with me to 2 Corinthians 4. We're going to get right into this thing. Hope you're doing well this morning. Hope your week's going well. Second Corinthians four. I haven't dug into the scripture yet. The Lord, uh, the Lord brought it up into my spirit. Um, so we're gonna we'll dig into it together. But welcome to get up with God. I hope your week is going well. I pray that the Lord's blessing you and helping you in all that you do and all that you put your hands to. What a great God that we have. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, I would. I would as well. Let's see. Second Corinthians 4. So I, um, I put up an article yesterday. I don't know if you saw it or not on my story. And uh, it was about these, this teacher who was very offended a homosexual that couldn't share his personal life with his children in his classroom, uh, not his high school students, not his middle school students, not college classes, kindergartners. And we've been kind of talking about protecting our children this week and um, uh, and uh, what that means and what we've got to do to protect our children and things like that. So, That, that struck me hard, and so I want to read out of here. Um, in 2 Corinthians 4, we'll read in a second. But I've been thinking about this, that, you know, we as Christians, when we get saved, our mind is enlightened. Our spirit begins to live, is reborn, regenerated. We begin to live brand new, and our spirit is regenerated, and we can start renewing our mind, and we can we can start to read the word with new light and new information that we didn't have before. Revelations can start coming to us. And um, the world doesn't have that. The world doesn't have the opportunity to read and understand this word like a Christian does, like a regenerated one does. It's impossible to them. We're going to read about that. So when we talk about these things, I want you to understand I'm not trying to uh, condemn anybody, especially condemn anybody to hell. That's not my place. I'm not the judge. Um, I'd like to do that sometimes, but I'm not the judge, right? I I'm just, I'm enlightening our myself and you're studying with me and we're kind of, and, um, expounding our, our footprint with faith and, growing our faith that we've been preached to and it's been preached to us and we've heard so we're growing our faith but this isn't this is not available to the lost world and it's when i say available i mean it's not accessible to them until right they have to get saved first they have to be regenerated there's a new birth you know there's a uh, let's read this here in a second um, but there's a new birth that occurs when you get saved that doesn't occur 
when you're not saved, when you don't have, when you have not accepted Jesus, your spirit is dead. And so when your spirit becomes alive, the things that we read in this word become life and power to us. Um, so turn with me into second Corinthians four and, uh, Let's read this together here. But let me put up this let me put up this article for a second, see if I can share it. Good morning everybody. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. I'm just trying to find this, see if I can share it. I might be able to do it like this. Let me uh, let me do it like this. Yeah, take a look at this, and then uh, we can go from there. Ready? Hang on. Good morning, everybody. Good to see you this morning. Hope you're doing well. I'm so glad to see you. Thank you for joining with me live. If you're watching my podcast, thanks for joining on the podcast by the audio. I hope these bless you. So let me uh, let me pull this up real quick. that there's a that others a teacher educated they don't believe in the parents having the right on what the the teacher should and should not be able to uh, um, teach the student you know that should bother a parent um, it really should and they're the <laughs> It uh, th- it bothers them that they can't express. I read the article, and there was some a lot of stupidity in it and ignorance in it. The fact that they feel it's not fair to them that they can't share their personal life. Um, as the news anchor was interviewing this this person, this teacher, she bursts bursts out. Yeah, I, I mean. My kids come home and tell me everything about my teacher or tell, tell me everything about their teacher, you know, that I feel like I know their teacher. Well, I, I understand that, but I'm not, you know, my child doesn't go to school to, to the main purpose is not to build a relationship with their teacher. If that happens in the progress of them being at school, I don't care if it's a private school, if it's a public school, if I, I, it, the main purpose is to get an education and and grow their knowledge on academics academia i don't need to know what the teacher does on the weekend for my student to 
ed, be educated academically, right? I, I don't, you don't have to tell me that. And they were just so offended that they couldn't share, uh, what their weekend was, what their sexual preference was. And I mean, where does it end? Here's where my thought goes. Forget all this. Where does this end? Where, at what point do we draw the line? You know, I, we can't talk to our children about our sexual preference. We can't talk to our children about, um, uh, the, talk about teachers. That, that's what I'm talking about. The teachers, we, we can't talk to our, why can't we talk to our students about, uh, uh, what my sexual preferences? Why can't we talk to my students about what I think their sexual preference should be about what their gender, uh, uh, where does it end? Where do we stop this, you know, cart? I mean, It, it becomes, forget inappropriate, it becomes, uh, it becomes wrong, you know, it becomes just straight up wrong. And, uh, and, you know, we, 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 as parents have to have some, some say in this thing and more in the spiritual sense of this, the, 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 the Christian in me, the livened spirit inside of me cries out for these lost, ignorant people because, because they, they don't know, they don't know any different. And I've got two sides the way I think about it because one side of me wants to help them get them saved so that they can uh, they can be enlightened by the word of God, which let's read we'll read here in a second. But then the other side of me wants uh, to strangle people when that when I find out that uh, they're trying to influence someone, my family, my daughter, or you know, it put something in their mind that I don't want there, you know, until. <clears throat> Until she's of the age where she decides and she's an adult and she can put the thoughts and ideas and things inside of her mind the way she wants to. Uh, listen, I'm responsible for it. Whether I like it or I don't or I care or I don't care, I am. There's accountability I have to answer to for my children. You know, there's I, I'm accountable for that and I'm responsible for it. And it's my job until it's not my job anymore. And then while it's my job, I've got, you know, there's some role I'm going to play in that. Um, so let's turn into 2 Corinthians 4. Um, and this is what happens. Let's turn into verse 3. We're going to read through 4 and 5. But let's turn to verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost in whom the God of this world, lowercase g, not God, <coughs> excuse me, not God of the universe, the all-creating, all-powerful, omnipresent, not that God, but if our gospel is hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God, lowercase g, of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Blind, so, so their eyes are blinded. You know, when these people, you know, you see, you see this, um, radical type mindset to, um, allow children and young people and people in general to express themselves and have their feelings. And, uh, that is a, it's a radical mindset, but it's a blind mindset. They don't know. They really don't know that it's wrong. You got to understand this. And this is what I've got to get inside me too. So I don't, you know, start tackling people in publics. But this is what we have to understand too, is that they're blind to it. They don't know. They, they, 
they don't know that it's wrong. The world, ha- uh, the God of this world, had blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we preach not unto ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who commanded the light out of darkness, the the light shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So we can't give credit to... We can't give credit to ourselves for, you know, oh, we're smarter than, you know, you, you got to be, we've, me and you, we've got to be careful. You've got to be careful that we don't condemn people to hell and uh, 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 f- forsake their opportunity to receive this because we receive the same glorious light that they have the opportunity to receive, but they're blinded to this word. They don't know the difference of it. So we've got to keep that in mind. So let's read here. Um, that's the scripture the Lord led us to read. To read. Uh, but let's start up here. But if our gospel be hid, letter J says uh, to cover or veil and hide. The gospel is hidden from some men because they have willfully closed their eyes to it. As in this scripture, he gives a reference. And if the heart of any man who hears the gospel is veiled, it is definite that he is lost and fully under the power of sin and Satan. Those who refuse to hear the gospel are proper subjects for Satan's work to increase the darkness and hardness of heart. The light of the gospel shining into our darkened hearts is like the bursting forth of the sun in the darkness. And so that's what happens. So so he said, remember... Remember what we talked about in Romans 10, that faith comes to us by hearing. The lost world can't read this. You know, you can't just, like the people standing on the street corners just shouting. My, my wife told me yesterday, she, uh, she woke up and she's like, I had, a terrible, I had a terrible dream about you. And she said, you were one of those... Uh, people that stands on the corner shouting with the microphone at people that they were, you were condemning them and you're going to hell and all this stuff. And uh, she's like, it was so annoying, so obnoxious. It was, and, uh, I just think that's so funny, but those type of people that do that, that the reason that that's annoying, the reason that, 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 that is obnoxious. She's not saying that she had a dream of me doing that and it was being super annoying. It wasn't like this prophetic deep dream, but, um, she uh she said you know you it was so annoying that you were doing that and and that's why that that's why that's so annoying is because there's no uh there's no preaching in it you're condemning people you're shouting at people you're condemning people there's no help in that Romans 10 and 17 says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God so you can preach to somebody and let them know their need for a savior because faith works by love. It doesn't work by hate. You can't just run up to someone and throw a Bible at their face as much as you'd like to because these are pretty heavy. You know, I'd like to take a couple swings with one of these. Um, man, listen to me. Help me. We need. Let's just pray together here in just a minute. But 
you can't just throw one of these at somebody's face, go read it and hope that they get saved. It doesn't work like that. This is, this is a history book until the spirit makes it life. Let me read this to you. While I'm pulling this up, let me greet some people this morning. It's good to see everybody that's on. Thanks for joining me, everybody. Thanks for joining if you're on with me. If you're watching my uh, audio, Apple Podcasts, thanks for listening and watching. Um, you know, if you want to be shouted out in the morning, I'm sorry, I'm covering myself with my blanket. I'm, it's freezing in my house, so I've got it. It's 68 in here right now, so you're welcome. But I, I wear a blanket because it's, and I've got wool socks on and I got my blanket on. Uh, Randy, good to see you this morning, man. It's good to see you. Hope you're having a great day so far. Bless you, man. Love you. Mom, love you so much. Thanks for being on. Ruth, good to see you this morning. Uh, Thanks for joining. Lois, it's good to see you. Thanks for commenting and being on live with me. I'm so glad. I know there's a lot of people that are on live. Uh, If you're joining me live and I don't shout you out, just drop a comment. Let me know where you're watching from and and just join me and and I can welcome you to the show and what we're doing here. Mandy, Jared, good to see you guys. Thanks for being with me live this morning. Mama Connie, it's good to see you. Thanks, guys, for joining. Petra, good to see you this morning. Hey, Keith. Hey, Becky. Good to see you guys. Thanks for being on with me, uh, studying the word with me. Amanda, good to see you this morning. Claudette, it's good to see you. Thank you guys for joining. Bess, it's good to see you this morning. You know, Bess, I know you're in the school. And there may be other teachers that watch, but I know, Bess, you're in the schools. You're seeing what's going on, too. Uh, Craziness. Donnie, good to see you, brother. Hope you're doing well. Appreciate you guys being on. Jessica, good to see you this morning. Hope you're having a great week. But everybody that's on, like I said, if I miss you and you comment and I don't see it, it's not intentional. I just don't see it yet or whatever the case is. But um, let me look up. I want to show you the scripture real quick. But yeah, I mean, we can't we can't forget that, that they're blinded to it. We have to that we have to preach the gospel to them. That's why Jesus commissioned us in Mark 16 to go out and be a light to the world. And that's what we have to do. So I was just looking up a scripture I wanted to find. Um, Oh, I've got it right here already. So John, in John 6, tells us that this word... This word that we have, when preached, when read, becomes spirit, becomes life to us. Uh, Before I turn there in John 6, let me read this out of Hebrews 5. But here's what happens. You know, as far as the Christianity goes, um, Jessica said she's in the schools too. Yeah, I mean, we got to pray. We we need to pray for the teachers. We need to send, um, you know, you don't pray for someone to get saved, the Bible says. You, you pray for laborers. You pray for laborers. You never pray for someone's salvation. You pray for a laborer. There's no need to pray for the salvation because God's, Jesus has already done the work for salvation. It's up to the person. You can send angels, ministering angels, and you can send laborers. Well, I don't know where scripture that is. 
okay, well, I hate saying things. I like to tell it to you, show it to you, and then back it up. That's what I've been taught. And so let me show it to you. Send labors. I don't know the scripture by heart. Send labors. If you know the scripture, drop it in there. Labors. Uh, send labors. I know that that's a thing. Um, therefore, all right, so Matthew 9 and 38. Let me get back on subject because you guys got me off subject here. Then he said to the disciples, the harvest is truly plentiful. The harvest is truly plentiful. What harvest is he talking about? Well, let's go into context. You can't just pull scriptures randomly and start quoting from them. You've got to read the context. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary, scattered like sheep with no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord saves all the people. No. The harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, uh, the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord radically saves everybody through a revival movement. Nope. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. I'm a laborer. Are you a laborer? I'm a laborer. I, if I have an opportunity to win someone to the Lord, I'm, I take the opportunity. I seek opportunities to win people to the Lord. We're laborers in the in the in the harvest. The harvest is this guy. This this this. Uh, uh, I almost said this uncircumcised Philistine. <laughs> I mean, what's, I don't know where my head goes, but this teacher who's homosexual, the, the fact that he wants to uh, share his sexual preferences and his lifestyle with students that are kindergartners, kindergartners makes me want to go back crazy, but the, the heart side of me, the love side of me wants the guy saved. He needs to get saved. He's, he's lost. He's lost. He doesn't know any better. He doesn't understand. He doesn't. And so we've got to pray the Lord of the harvest that he sends laborers unto these people to begin ministering and preaching the gospel to them to get them saved. So anyway, you got me off track with that. But here's the problem we're experiencing right now. Uh, Hebrews 5. Let me read this in verse 11. Uh Start in verse. Start in verse seven. We may hang up with this. Uh, this may be the end of, of of it after I read this. But Hebrews seven. Um, be sure to share and like the post. Everybody that's on, thanks for joining. Um, share and like the post. Hit the share button, like it, and um, be, be sure to comment. Let me know that you're on with me, even if it's just a hello. But share the post onto your page. Let other people know about it. And just share it so that it gets the word out. And then maybe take a screenshot of you watching it. And then tag Get Up With God. Or take a screenshot of your Bible out. Or however you're set up. If you study with me. And then uh, tag Get Up With God. Uh, let's get the word out to people about it. Um, so Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7. 
It says, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with vehement cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death and was heard because of his godly fear, though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Talking about Jesus. And having been perfected, he became the, that should be our goal is to be perfected. Well, I'm not perfect. You don't have to say it. I've already heard you say it. I'm not perfect. I'm not, but you should be striving to be. I wake up and study. I wake up and pray. I get ready with God each morning because I, I'm working on being perfect, perfected. I can strive to be like Jesus who was perfect. It's what we're called to do. And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. That's a, that's a, that's a whole message and a whole devotional all of itself, that one scripture, verse 9. He, ha, having been perfected, became the author of eternal salvation only to those who obey him. That's a whole another devotional. Number 10, or verse 10, called by God as a high priest, still talking about Jesus, according to the order of Melchizedek, of whom we have much to say and hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. So wait a second. For the, uh, Let's keep reading. Verse 12. Well, let me go back through verse 11. Of whom we have much to say and hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. Verse 12. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God, and you have come to need milk and not solid food? Is he talking about the unsaved people here? Who is he talking about? Though at this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again? You become dull of hearing? You need milk, not solid food? Only those who partake of milk, they're unskilled in the word of righteousness. Who is he talking about? For he's a babe? Who is he calling immature? It's not the world. This is important to understand. It's not talking about the world. Paul's not talking about the world. Paul's not talking about lost people. He's talking about you. He's talking about me. He's talking about Christians. Spiritual immaturity. For though you ought to be teachers at this time, you need someone to teach you again. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age. That is, those who have been... Uh, by reason of use, have their senses exercised. Let's turn here in the dakes. Let's see. Let's try and get some notes on this. Hebrews 5. Uh, uh, but verse 14. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Hebrews 5. Turn there. Let's see what he said, and then we'll close with this. But strong meat belongs to them that are full of age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised. For by the time you ought to be teachers, dull of hearing, letter B, slothful. Huh. He said... 
You know, a lot of uh, uh, so much of the word of immaturity, lack of discipline and spiritual things uh, comes down to laziness on our parts. Listen to this. The footnotes from from Dakes here where he said um, uh, in verse 11 of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered, seeing you are dull of hearing footnote says this in the Greek. It's called nothros dull and slothful. So you can't just be energized and and disciplined and motivated and hardworking in the things that you want to be hardworking and disciplined and motivated in. You you've got to be energized when it comes to the word. And if you're not, you get yourself there. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. You get yourself motivated about it. You discipline yourself to read this thing. Slothful. It is not truth that is com- complicated. The trouble is with men who take the wrong attitude due to religious background. You've been professed Christians long enough to be teachers, but because of your laziness and dullness in grasping the truth, you must be taught in the second time, or you must be taught, I'm sorry, must be taught a second time the first simple doctrines of Christ. You've not grown at all. You're still babes and unweaned. And then there's some other scriptures I'd like to read, but we're, we're about out of time. Uh, milk feeding was a metaphor used by many writers, both sacred and profane, to express the first principles of religion and science. They, they applied... <laughs> I don't want to read that. It just It's embarrassing to read. I don't want to read it. Just, just understand, understand the reference milk and babies. So anyway, uh, that's what, that's what Paul's talking about here. So what does that have to do with this and what's going on in the world? We can't, we've got to be sharp guys. We've got to know the word we've got. I said that I preached on Sunday at church, but I said this, that we should be professionals. We should be experts on these things. Now, does it mean you you have no room to grow? Absolutely not. Do I have room to grow? A thousand percent do I have room to grow. I have not reached complete, you know, stature and knowledge of, that's why I study. That's why I read this is so I can grow and learn. And that's what we're doing together. We're studying and reading this thing. And look at this thing. You know, I've got, we've got, you know, two dozen people in the morning, 6 a.m., reading, studying the Word. This is what the nation needs, is Christians founded on the Word of God, believing God at His Word, trusting in Him, fully persuaded and confident, with strong faith, like we've, we've read about Abraham in Romans, that his, his faith was not weak, but strong and confident, and the one that he knows can reward him. This is what we've got to be strong on in, in these times especially. So guys... Um, Love you so much. Thank you for being with me. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, Twitch, I see you guys on Twitch. Um, I appreciate you joining. Drop a comment. Let me know that you're with me. You know, I don't have a lot of interaction. I use a, a platform called StreamYard, and it allows me to, plat- to uh, stream live to different platforms like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, um, 
Twitch. I can go to multiple different platforms and I know I want to interact with everybody as much as I can. So, uh, so tag me on something that you, you're, you're watching from or, or tag get up with God or tag at Dylan Maverick. Let me know that you're watching. I can interact with you on any of these platforms, Twitch, you know, afterwards, but all I can do is comment back and respond to comments that I see. So thank you guys so much for joining me and being live with me. I'm going to pray that, um, that we become more mature in the word of God together as we grow in this thing. It's important, man. We have got to mature in the things of God so that we can, uh, we don't be dull. We're not dull. We can help the lost and, and enlighten them and open their eyes to the marvelous word of God. You know, I've got so much I want to say about this, but instead of just, uh, belaboring this and keeping it going, um, I think it was, I think we got what we needed out is that the world is blind to the things of God. We're the preachers that can open their eyes to it. And then that can begin to uh, a road of discipleship and they can begin to grow and learn like we're supposed to. So I hope this helped you this morning. I hope you started your day right with reading the word of God with me. I love you so much. Thanks for being with me today. I will see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Don't forget to like, share, and comment on the post here. Uh, you can check out my website, dylanmaverick.com. There's other platforms on there. And check it out. The website looks nice. It's very professional. And I want to thank everybody that partners with me in prayer, that prays for this ministry to reach people. That's what this ministry is about, is a morning devotional to help people start their day the right way. Um, if you want to partner with me more than just prayer, you can go onto my website as well. There's multiple ways that you can give on there. A um, couple different things, Cash App and Venmo. Here, I'll put it up here for you so you can see it. Um, these are just a couple different ways, PayPal, Venmo, Cash App. These are all easy ways to give. And like I said, I don't take this money and go you know, shopping at Louis Vuitton with it. I have my own money to do that. This is to further the gospel, buy better equipment, reach more people, do more things with technology, be able to buy the best things so that we can reach more people. That's what this stuff is for. And you can have your money involved in that. And God blesses that. So you can check out my website and all that kind of stuff. But love you so much. Thanks for being with me today. I hope you have a blessed day. I will see you bright and early tomorrow morning on Get Up With God at 6 a.m. Love you so much. Have a great day. Bye.